I have a lot of energy today because I have a nice little cup of tea. Um, my name is Jordan, uh, and thank you to Anchor for sponsoring the podcast. You'll hear more about them later on in the podcast. Um, James is dead. He left us. He abandoned us like a father to go get milk. So I'm taking over this week. It is not going to be as tip-top, tidy shape as James would put it. But you know what? He was the four eyes that didn't make it. Now... <laughs> My boys today, we have Joseph, everybody, <laughs> and Hello. we have Arth, the man himself, the legend, the guy in the bushes who's always looking out there. What is going on, my buzz? What? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, we're getting started, boys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're, we're running the three crew today. Uh, I'm going to call us the Butternut Squash for now. Um, because we are just, we are a couple of little angsty boys. So, uh, I guess first things first, Joseph, how, how's your week been? How's your week been? Um, Halloween wasn't too bad. I have a friend who, uh, does Halloween parties. So just, you know, not, not to, not, not too much to report. Um, but Halloween's like my favorite time of the year. It's my my absolute number one favorite. It's it's Christmas for weirdos. So it was uh, it, it was nice to you know to uh, go and just have you know, go socialize with other people for the first time in a, in a good little while. Yeah. And you you guys know me as you know because uh, because I, I work for an e-commerce company and you know I I talk about that on my on my own program e-commerce ecomics and. One of the things that we talk about in the show is, you know, the difference between going on to AliExpress to order a product directly from them or ordering it from, you know, a business who you pay them to order it off AliExpress for you mm -hmm. because people don't realize that it's on AliExpress. Well, I uh, experience why you really don't want to order off AliExpress unless you absolutely have to. We our our, our costume, we're going as we were going as Jedi Knights, me and me and Jen. And uh we order these lightsabers off AliExpress beginning of September. We st I still haven't gotten mine yet. Waiting two months on this thing. On the flip side, I impulsively ordered one off of this other website that sells them. Thing is, is they, they were lying and said that they handcrafted themselves. I'm like, BS, you did not handcraft these, okay? I know where you're, you're from. It's from Shanghai, okay? They didn't handcraft <laughs> them in Shanghai, okay? Okay? It was, it was an extra $100, but... It showed up when it was supposed to. So I I learned firsthand, like I, I was experiencing from a consumer side what I've been advocating for for the last year, which is, you know, don't feel so bad if you didn't have to, if you paid somebody a little bit more money to actually get you the damn thing. It's 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 definitely worth the not having to have that headache for two months and counting. So... Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely agree there. Ali Alibaba is definitely kind of the way to go. Um, but when you're trying to get something quick, no, use a third party. Use a third party. It it helps that time out so much. Um, but I love you said Halloween's your favorite time of year. I think it's easy to say if you're a gamer, Halloween's probably your favorite holiday of the year. Um, but with that being said, I want to hear Arth, how was your week? How was how was Halloween? How was your week? How are you, my little boy? What? 
<laughs> I just love how every time you reference me, you say something like that, and then you just crack up. <laughs> I, I, I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll keep it to myself, and I was like. Nah, nah. I I got you back on. I got you back on second episode of season two. I got you back. <laughs> so, is, it, is it wrong to assume that if you could, you would like gently graze your hand without a doubt? <laughs> without a doubt, I would. I would ask him to get a little facial hair, so it's just like a little, a little like shave, like ooh, my son. <laughs> but our for real man, how, how has your week been? Uh, it's been. It was pretty good. I did a a whole bunch of different horror games. I tried them nice. all out because. A lot of horror games have stopped scaring me because I've played the scariest ones like Luigi's Mansion. Like I've, you know, I've, I've gotten to the top. <laughs> so like this week I did some Dead by Daylight, nice. which was fun. That game is salty and the community is, I, <laughs> I got reported on my second ever game of Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Good job. Good job. My my goal when I play Dead by Daylight is get reported every five rounds, and I think I'm on it. I was playing it's killer. Like five to one ratio, yeah. 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 What's what, what do we call it? So it's not like K K uh, K kills. No, it's not because KD is K kill death, right? Yeah. So it would be report KR. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I have to die. Wait, no, it would be DR then. Death report. Yeah, It'll sure. Be... Let's call it a death yeah. report. Why not? So I got, I ended up against a griefing team on my second ever game of Killer. It was just dudes, four flashlights, and they just circled around me for 45 minutes while I was trying to learn how to play the game. And I ended up camping one of them and just sitting on top of one of them after knocking them down. And I got a, and they finally played the game. They finally went off and played the game. I got reported, got a 24 hour timeout. <laughs> Yep, yep. You experienced Dead by Daylight at its finest. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we actually—if if it might have been you—I'm going to report you myself. Um, but I've dealt with people like your kind, Joseph. What's up? On the subject of horror games, I wanted to ask you guys both a question because um, yeah. a friend of mine we we were, we were chatting about this, and I I think with horror games, and I'm mainly talking about single player games here, by the way. The challenge is, and it kind of counts for movies as well, but sequels, I think, have a harder time being scary than the original because you don't have the same tricks to, yeah. to pull on the audience or the player. Um, there are exceptions to that, but I would say that's the general rule. So what I was wondering is, can I, uh, Resident Evil has, uh, it might be an answer to this question, but Resident Evil is basically like three series over the course of their, their game legacy. So can you guys think of any uh, horror series that got scarier as the series progressed? Um, That's that's actually a really good question. Um, mm -hmm. I'll allow movies too, if it makes it easier. Because I, I was racking my brain about this. Arthur, go ahead. I have two answers. Only two. one correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. So the first one is the Fear series. Every single okay. person who has recommended me that game has said that one starts off okay, two starts uh, gets scarier, three like starts to get more terrifying, and then the writers start taking drugs, and it just goes off the rails. So. Well, they start taking drugs. <laughs> so they didn't yeah. start it with the drugs. They just, <laughs> after so long, they said... Guys, shoot me up, baby! <laughs> they were just like, the I'm over! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the 
the other one, I don't know if this counts, okay. but I played through Alien I Isolation on normal difficulty, and I was hanging out behind the alien going like, hey, and like following it down halls, and the thing never saw me. So I played through, and it wasn't all that scary. Went and went started another playthrough as of last week um, on Nightmare difficulty, and this alien is literally killing me every 10 seconds. It's like a nightmare. I open up a door. It's behind the door. I reload, go to the door. It's not there. It's actually behind me. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I need to play that game. That What did you do to their family? Like, I just... I want to know because that has to be like some intent where you respawn in the game and the and the enemy's like, not today. <laughs> like I don't know if you cause a like mass genocide on them, but you need to be stopped. <laughs> Actually, I did do something like that. <laughs> oh, so you're just a terrible person. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of survivors, and the game wants you to sneak around them all over the course of the game. There's packs of them because they're terrified. They think there's a murderer on the ship, but it's actually an alien. So, so like, if you approach them, they'll give you one. They're like, if you come any closer, I will shoot you. So what I did is I hid in the corner and shot one of them, which pulled the alien down out of the vents, and the alien killed all of them. Then I walked over, looted all their bodies, and left. <laughs> Okay, so um, when you guys are done listening to the podcast, make sure to go over and uh, call the cops on Arts, please. <laughs> I think he's an actual sociopath, so please do do the favor. Call one eight hundred stophimcom or whatever it is. I I don't know. Um, they get get off of uh, Arth genocide. <laughs> uh, horror games that get more scarier. Um, so I honestly. I think the Outlast series is one to actually go on. Um, Outlast is one, but honestly, Resident Evil, because uh, I don't know who all played Resident Evil 8. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but you had this short time period through Resident Evil 4 was like, the last scary Resident Evil game. Resident Evil 5 didn't even make the cut in the horror category. They jumped it into a sh first-person shooter. Then mm -hmm. Resident Evil 6 came in. They kind of helped bring it back, but it never got back into horror genre. 7 and 8, though... It, they did such a fantastic job at bringing that horror back. They made it in the top 10 every year since they brought up Resident Evil 7 and 8. And that kind of proves, like, through 1 through to there, they definitely made it uh, back in the horror genre. So with that classification, I feel like they're doing it. But Outlast, honestly, I, it's Outlast is one of those games I haven't played because I'm actually too afraid to play it. Like, I, I know mm -hmm. how I'm going to respond, and it's going to be that monitor is broken, that controller on the floor, and my new sponsored headsets uh, will be broken too. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, so, Arthur, you said that it basically what you're saying is like playing Alien Isolation on hard was scarier, not just for you, but for all involved. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, that happened to me when I was playing the, um, the original Resident Evil. Playing it on normal is frightening because there's a lot of scripted events, mm -hmm. right? The dogs smashing the windows and all of that. But it was a totally different kind of frightening playing it on hard <laughs> because there's not enough ammo to go around on hard. Yep. And so I, I remember um, <clears throat> being on drugs and, and you know walking out into the, the graveyard <laughs> in the back and you can just see the, the zombies just like shambling around like kind of kind of um i don't know practicing them for the monster mash and the and there was something video. eerie about them just standing around and the fact that i have to you know run past them 
that that made hard mode significantly more frightening than um, than the original, and it and that tied into the gameplay and not into like you know the bag of tricks that they would have to uh, uh, pull on the player. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely. That... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, there's there's also a game I haven't finished the series yet. I started it last week. I only played a little bit of it. Dead Space. I played the first one, nice. and I it's really good quality. It has the control like um the old resident evils like third person your aiming is kind of a little wonky it it's a little hard to aim intentionally and you're a little clumsy and i love that evil within had that as well yeah that game cool. apparently yeah that game is great mm -hmm. and like dead space 2 is apparently scarier but dead space 3 has a mechanic in it now everybody says dead space 3 is awful because you put microtransactions in it everywhere but it has a mechanic that I respect and I think is the coolest thing ever and I want to try someday. And nobody's ever replicated it since. And that's it. Like, Skull, let's say me and you are playing, right? And we're okay. doing co-op because it's a co-op horror game. Okay. And you walk into a room and all of a sudden the wall explodes and there's a hundred different monsters running out and you're shooting them, right? Okay. And you're screaming. I'll be standing in the doorway looking at you in a perfectly fine room wondering what the hell's wrong with you. Because you're seeing something entirely different than me and you can be murdered in it. So uh, our entire experiences are different. That would that would be definitely something interesting because I, I've I've there was that one game that came out last year. Uh, like a bunch of people were on a boat or something like that, and uh, they kind of had that multiplayer format where different things were happening on different screens, but it was the same storyline. Um, but that's that would be a cool experience, especially in like if it wasn't like a set story or like a game like um, not Outlet. What was the one with that bunny that got shot immediately in the beginning? Uh, that the one bunny? that the meme was made out of. The bunny got know. shot. Yeah, like, um, there was a horror game that was out there, and, like, at the beginning, it shows a bunny, like, hopping through a snowy field, and then an arrow goes right through its skull. Like, you, you're not thinking of God of War, are you? I don't think so. I don't think I was sure <laughs> no. I was playing God of War, but you are right. That is a part of it, but there was, a, what, there was one horror game out there. It was, like, you got so many lives because there were so many survivors out there, and how you play it out through the story will depend on how it actually ends. Uh, I know I'm a big fan of those games, especially in the horror genre, because then you just kind of, you want to play more and get different outcomes, different stories and stuff like that. Um, but uh, real, real fast, um, to kind of wrap, wrap it back in a little bit to the, uh, to uh, some of the things we want to do for the podcast. Um, we have a movie coming out in 2022. I'm pretty certain that's when it's coming out. Uh, 2022, we have a Mario movie coming out. It looks pretty good. I literally got to see one little bit of it, and it was uh, Chris Pratt is a voice actor for it, and that already sold me because Chris Pratt is a... Whew, if you haven't seen any of the Marvel movies with him, um, I highly recommend them, but it's it's 2021. You've definitely seen it. Um, mm -hmm. But I have not really... I don't know much about the Mario movie because I'm not actually a big Mario fan. I'm more of a like Legend of Zelda kind of person, but I only follow the storyline. So, Joseph, do you know anything about it or the voice actors in it or etc.? Well, what I, I mean, there are. So, do you know Chris Pratt? Do you know who the yeah. other actors are? Um, it? no. And I'm just gonna uh, say Taylor no. Joy, who you might know from the Queen's Gambit, okay. uh, is doing Peach. Um, 
Red Armisen, I think, is doing Cranky Kong. I might be wrong about that. Keegan Michael Key is doing Toad. Uh, nice. Charlie Day is doing Luigi. Um, Seth Rogen is doing Donkey Kong. Jack Black oh. is doing Bowser. Uh, oh my and God. I, I think I might have missed one or two, but those are those are the the key, the, the main ones. And I, I, I I'm an I'm an aspiring writer, and some of my most ambitious goals in life would be to have the distinct honor and privilege to make, you know, a Mario movie or make a Legend of Zelda movie. Yeah. And 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 I thought about what I would do if I were to make a Mario movie for a long, long, long time. And not like, oh, what would be my personal, you know, magnum opus or how would I impart myself into it? More like, okay, if we actually had to make like a legit Mario movie, what would it be? And I I don't think the movie is i don't i'm i'm concerned that it's not going to do mario justice and the reason why is because of the actors i'm not saying they're going to do a bad job i think they'll have a good performance but here's the problem they've hired on some of the most sought after actors in the globe and they're being paid handsomely for this which means they're going to need to use their voices quite a bit which means mm-hmm. that this movie is going to be a lot of talky talky back and forth, um, you know, like that that Mar- Marvel movie uh, quippy quippiness to yeah. it. Yeah, that's not what Mario was known for. Mario is is known for momentum and movement and and the joy and the freedom of going places and and doing things. Um, whether that's the gameplay, um, in especially in three D, Mario can go, go all over the place. Uh, in two D, players learn how to go through levels faster and faster they they find shortcuts and even the mario uh universe they do whatever they do whatever they want mario gets a medical license and one day he's a he's a, he's a plumber and the next they get go-karts they beat the they beat they beat the piss out of each other <laughs> and and i and i and i'm just thinking like what plot are they gonna do for for the movie and i it's probably just gonna be like a lot of them just like you know shooting the breeze and 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 yelling at each other and at and at some point they they go visit Donkey Kong. Um but what I wanted to do now that there is a Mario movie on the way is I wanted to uh crystallize what I think the Mario plot should be. And I and I won't take too long in this, but I'll I'll elaborate if prompted. So in the Mario universe, there's two kinds of games. There's in context and there's out of context. In context, actually, it's actually easier to explain out of context. So that's like tennis or the Olympics or kart racing. The ones where Bowser is participating, even though he's the villain, they they, they don't seem to mind terribly. And and they all just have a good time. That's the universe just like, you know, the the kingdom, they're they're enjoying themselves. They're actually just playing Mario, you know, they're just playing Mm go-karts. The in-context ones are like the mainline Mario series, like Galaxy, the Mario Bros, 64. um, And then those, that's actually them playing a game. But everyone's just taken on roles. Bowser is playing the role of the villain. Peach is playing the role of the damsel in distress. Presumably because she's actually really busy running a kingdom. So she has a very passive, like, oh, Mario, come get me. Taxes. I gotta increase it. So it's almost like it's a way for the Mario universe to generate revenue and, and attract tourists, and and it's a and it's just that's them still playing a game. The Mario universe has, I, with the I think there's only actually one game that bucks this rule, which is Mario RPG. 
I think Mario RPG is them actually playing a game at the beginning, and then Smithy comes in and actually like ruins everything. So it's actually like an actual story that has to take place outside of the game context. Um, and so the the idea that I think the Mario movie should be is they they the first bit of it is an overture and they're just Mario Mario disturbing Bowser's castle and it's like Fantasia where it's all music and you're just enjoying Mario realized on screen uh, for the first time in 20 years um, in a movie and then you know after it's all over they're celebrating they're having a good time and um, someone I would say Peach pitches the idea that Bowser be the hero and Mario be the villain and what happens is Bowser has an anxiety attack and is overwhelmed by the idea of being the hero so he kidnaps princess peach for real so instead of mario rescuing peach with a smile on his face now he's like panicked he's he's, he's freaking out he starts calling in favors he get, gets people to help him and they actually have to go rescue peach for real this time and rather than it just be like hey let's let's say funny lines at each other for an hour and 30 minutes it's actually them like dealing with these internal issues that they've had all this time and 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 coming to terms with like the their their roles and what it is that people expect of them. So, uh, spoiler: Pete, Princess Peach gets gets rescued, uh, oh, but even she's at, she's at fault. Like she 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 and it starts admitting some of her own problems. Like yeah, you know, Bowser, I think I might have enabled you a little bit about this. <laughs> so again, this is me like struggling sure. not to elaborate because I. I don't, I don't want to take the whole podcast up talking about this. I've only spent the last 10 years thinking about it. Um, but I, I I think if I'm going to sit down and watch that Mario movie, I'm probably it's probably just going to be like, you know, like, like a, a straight comedy. I, I, I'd like to be proven wrong, but uh, I, I also wanted to get my idea out there in case I'm right, I, which I give a 36.33, repeating, of course, percentage of being right. So... What I'm expecting to come out of this Mario movie, especially because of all the comedians they have in there, um, because of all the comedians, I'm expecting it to be exactly what everyone's thinking. It's going to be them shooting a the breeze, stuff happening, Peach gets kidnapped, um, Toad goes, wow! Uh, it's just going to be the same thing as the Super Mario show was on Netflix. I feel like it's going to be no different uh, Bowser's gonna, uh, get shown, oh, but if you love another, you ain't gonna be friends, and then Toad's gonna be like, wow, and it's just, it's gonna be that, that's all I imagine coming out of it, and at some point in time, whoever Chris Pratt ends up playing the main character, no matter what, his butt's gonna be shown, because he feels like mm -hmm. he's a new Bruce Willis, his butt's gonna be shown in some sort of way, if he's Luigi or Mario, guess what, we about to see some Mario booty. Like I that if that's not in the movie, I, I completely one hundred percent think you're right. I think yeah, yeah they're gonna, yeah. <laughs> if they're gonna laugh, come out of the sewer. He's gonna yeah. have a wedgie or something. Like there's gonna be something. Uh, so Arth, what what do you think? What do you what do you expect from the Mario movie? Since we really got nothing else on it besides the actors and that is coming out. I have one question first. If you do is no, okay. Do you know if it's American produced or Japanese produced? Good question. Um, my gut says, says American produced just because of the caliber of actors. Uh, I, I can't imagine go like flying them all over to well, I think Wait, I it could they be, could do it. It could remotely. be from the UK, though. It could be from the UK. A lot of their productions uh, has a lot to do with the animation stuff. 
I thought, especially for like Mario's and a really good question, but I don't, I, I, I don't think I've seen any like production studio or anything like that. Oh, uh, Nintendo plus illumination. So illumination sounds like a messed up animation. Uh, the last thing you want in the glory hole is any kind of lighting. Um, <laughs> Illumination is an American film and animation studio. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what worries me, because that means we're going to get another Dragon Ball or another Avatar. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Or a B-movie, for example. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, first thing first, what Avatar are you talking about? Like, are you talking about the Blue Men, or are you talking, like, Last Airbender? If you last were, Airbender. If- I, w- I would want the last airbender i mean you you i mean book four was a little bit out there if there was a book i think it was only book three uh but i mean that whip was good i i would hope for that Ooh, but... oh i'm not talking about that i'm not talking about the tv show the tv show is amazing they made a movie <gasps> they, they did it. they did yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they did like a live action nonsense yeah the only good actor in there was zuko yeah okay yeah because like if Japan has control of it, control over it, we're, it's going to be a little bit darker than we're expecting. But if it's purely an American production, it's not going to be as good as we'd ever hope. And that's what I'm worried about. Because, like, Sega, like, the Sonic movie was bad, but I liked it. The Sonic movie gets a pass. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, they made it, they, they made it as safe as they possibly can mm-hmm. um and i and i maintain by the way that i sort of prefer the original design because i got i oh, it was no. it was freaky it was freaky but i saw what they were doing is they wanted to try to make him look like how he might actually look if a radioactive hedgehog from another dimension were to pay us a visit yeah he came to the pressure or actually so here's my other conspiracy theory about it which is they were never gonna go with that first one. They just did that as like a as a prank, and they said, "Oh, don't worry, we listen to feedback. We're gonna uh, re-render Sonic for, and it's, oh, it's only gonna cost us millions of dollars." No, it's not. Yeah, so don't, don't don't worry about it. But we didn't use most of our budget on Jim Carrey already. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I want to say one thing about that though. If that first hedgehog ever showed up on Earth, it would have been shot. <laughs> What? What do you mean? The if that one showed up, if a if a blue hedgehog shows up, it's done. Okay, I've been to Arkansas. I've been to Louisiana. Okay, roadkill is a thing. (laughs) It's like okay. Can we hold? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, you know, they're gonna have to sneak up on him while he's asleep. I mean, this is still Sonic the Hedgehog. He, I mean, the little bastard is going to have to his... sleep at some point in time. There are hunters <laughs> out there. People are hunting down Bigfoot. People are hunting down aliens. They're shooting bullets in the sky at uh, freaking uh, hurricanes and stuff. You know what? They might be trying to hunt down a blue uh, a warthog. Whatever. What's on a hedgehog? <laughs> hedgehog. <laughs> a warthog. They might be trying to hunt down a blue little hedgehog. I mean, we don't know, but no matter what, if I see a blue hedgehog just all of a sudden go walking around, it better be faster than a bullet. <laughs> it's like, I want to know what a hedgehog tastes like. <laughs> God, what a day would that be? Just you, you, you shoot him, the bullet hits, and then a bunch of rings just start flying all over him. 
Oh my god! He's watching this. This guy's he's right around like a meth addict. Like, oh no, oh my earrings! Oh, I got, oh, I got, I got, I got to get my fix. Oh, <laughs> uh, that. You know what? I want to see that version of head of uh, the hedgehog. I want to see that one where he comes down and he's like, "Hi, I'm your friend," and it's a bam. <laughs> like the Harry oh Potter movie would have been so much different if they just brought in an AK-47. Okay, like. Oh, sorry, just, you go ahead. Sorry, first. I just realized something. The what? Mario movie might not even be in like full 3D. It might be like a 3D live action hybrid. That's what I thought oh. they were going to do. Oh, like, God. Yeah, like Chris Pratt being Mario with just a Mario mustache. That's what I thought they were going to do. If they do that, I will sue the company. <laughs> like, I will find a reason. I will sue uh, Nintendo Studios or whatever they're putting their false name ads like i will sue them if they sit there and go oh we're gonna do live action chris press wearing a little mustache that you could tell is obviously fake nah nah dude i wouldn't nah that's that would be I, disturbing i have one one counter to that that will okay. make you change your mind doubt it okay in that scenario jack black also plays bowsette Set. Okay. <laughs> that would change my mind. Okay, that would change my mind. We we talked about it in the last episode of the podcast uh, with Jack, ba Jack Black being in the D&D &D stuff on, um, what was it? Not uh, E3, but X3? or Yeah, just keep picking a letter and a number from the keyboard and you'll get it. A, B, C, D, E, X, D, 3. <laughs> there we go. Let's just call it that. We talked about it last week about uh, Jack Black being in... Uh, being in the, one of the new shows coming up, uh, and he's gonna be doing the D and D uh, side. And we're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So I'm a big Jack Black fan ever since uh, School of Rock. I think of what it was. Um, yeah, I've been a big fan of his. But Chris Pratt though is the bigger reason why I want to see the Mario. But uh, if they do it like live action style, I I feel like they're gonna I feel like they're gonna fight a battle that will literally lose. Um, because so when I saw no live one's... action, I saw like 3D rendered, the characters are 3D rendered, Mario, Peach, and all that. But they enter, they go through a warp pipe, and they end up in in the real world. That's more. That's what I just realized could happen, and I find oh, that nice. haunting. See, I don't. Yeah. And see, I don't want that. Like, I don't. I think of anime. I think it has to be animated, like not 3D effects. And so I think it has to be an animated movie. And they like the SpongeBob, the new SpongeBob movie that came out uh, earlier this year, or the towards the end of last year. Like that was animated. Um, yeah. You know that that's kind of how I see the Mario movie, at least what it should be. And I feel like it would be better for their uh, younger audience because yeah. a lot of people know Mario for Mario Kart. Like that's disturbing already. They don't know about uh, Super Mario sixty four. They don't know any of that stuff. So. Yeah. Um, there are so many videos on YouTube about wet dry world, and it makes me very happy. I can spend I can spend a day just watching like wet dry world theory videos. Um, so just to bring this back to the studio, which is Illumination. Okay. So Despicable Me, Manians, Sing, Doctor Seuss's The Grinch. These have all been full three D rendered movies. So that's the um, the the strongest contender by far. Okay. Also, it can't be live action. I was thinking about that. It can't have that because the real world, a pseudo version of the real world, is already in the Mario universe, but cartoonized. So the so if they bring it into the real world, and they have like Mario running around New York, cleaning up the plumbing. 
that is going to remove that because in his world there's literally skyscraper cities he went well, there to, visit- to the, like, the, the the olympics like yeah. actual olympics in, in in sochi or whatever it is so yeah, the real world exists in the mario universe yeah yeah because he had to visit his old girlfriend palutena right so like he had to go over there to her want to try do you want to try again but that's the one that isn't it she she's the one who runs palutena the city is the, is the goddess of light from kid Icarus. oh first of my six waifus <laughs> uh, uh i don't know who the per- oh oh it is a paul pauline pauline yeah 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 there you go okay Oh, we got to do it now. <laughs> but, okay, I I will say this. Um, my thoughts, because you know what you were saying before about your theory, right? Mm-hmm. You gave me an idea for my own theory, which is it's either going to be one of two things. It's either going to be like subspace emissary, which was legitimately amazing. And I am so sad they will never put that in Smash again because they got hurt because people were putting on YouTube. Like, what? You made something amazing. People loved it. And you were so sad that they shared it with other people through through Let's Plays that you'll never make something that cool again. Are you... <laughs> I'm so mad at them for that. So it's either that or it's going to be like Super Mario RPG sort of thing where there's an outside villain that comes in and they have to fight it. I don't want Bowser to be the villain of the movie. And my reasoning for that is that I've always liked the Bowser of Super Mario RPG. Mm -hmm. I do not like the Bowser of the mainline in series where it's like, I am evil, I kidnap Princess Peach. I like the idea of Bowser being um, just like really awkward and unable to make friends and doing a really bad job. So I would like your idea where they're all like, come on, Bowser, come help us protect the mushroom kingdom. And then Bowser accidentally destroys one of the big defenders of the multiverse. And then they have to fight through hell to get the world back. That's the type of movie I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to, uh, to, to comment on your point about subspace emissary, I, I think for him, it just in particular, those cutscenes were a reward for gameplay, and so he he was disappointed because people didn't get that. They didn't for him. They didn't earn it. They wanted he wanted people to, to you know to play through it so they can they can see that. Um, it is short sighted though. I will say it's it is still better to to enjoy that. But I do I do understand where he's coming from. I don't think that's the reason why they're not going for it again. I think the reason why they don't want to go for it again is because they've expanded the cast, and so the now they were to tell that story again, they would have like a bunch of characters. Or now they would have to like pop their heads and be like, hey, and then that's and that's their and that's their bit. So it would be ten times as hard to manage. And um, with Brawl. That was the last Smash game before they started introducing DLC characters. So a lot of the budget that went towards these CG cutscenes uh, went now went towards these promotional videos that were prior to and then after the release, which were released directly onto the internet, anyways. Um, and so, and then again with uh, Smash Ultimate, they've been doing you know uh, video reveals for like a year and a half, two years, because they've put out I think like twelve or fourteen new characters for Smash Ultimate. So I'd love to I'd love to see it again. And I especially would love to see it 
where they stick to the whole and no one talks except Solid Snake vibe. I think I think it'd be hilarious if just Solid Snake is the only guy that talks out of all of them. Anacon, no one's saying anything. Anacon, this is so weird. Anacon, <laughs> oh, you, have you tried talking to everybody at Snake? Yes, Anacon, I tried talking to everybody. I even choked out this guy. He wouldn't say anything. And weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> I found a boo. I, I found a girl with big boobs. She didn't say anything either. <laughs> So I shot her. <laughs> like uh, that, yeah. I would, I would pay to watch that. I would pay to watch that for sure. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna honestly say Joseph's prediction is probably gonna be the closest to what we're actually gonna see. Um, for my, the, my my dower prediction, where it's just gonna be them talking for two hours. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Except I think it's gonna be shorter because uh, people's attention spans. Sucks. Ninety minutes. Yeah. 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 So it's gonna be shorter than that. But I think that's pretty, uh, pretty good and accurate on what to expect from it but uh, since we're also talking about sega so sega has released a little update today of recording november 1st uh for those of you who don't know we released the podcast a week after our recording so we film on mondays and we released the following monday so if you ever are wondering wait i that happened last week that's why so um one of the things is sega teamed up with Microsoft recently to pretty much do what Google Stadia attempted to do and make a cloud service. Uh, so this just came out literally when I was trying to get the podcast ready. Uh, they are teaming up together to try to make a cloud service because of uh, or Microsoft wants to be no more than just console base and they want to be, they want to gaming platform to expand. So their goal of what I at least saw in a little bit I got to see, their goal is they want to try to pretty much make Google Stadia except portable. So they want to run it on their Xboxes, the Switch wants to run it, and they run their games on the cloud. They said the requirements for this, they have to have a solid internet connection that 5G would not be able to hold. So 5G is the newest and the fastest for our phones right now. And some phones don't even have 5G. And they want to try to run this, but it needs to be better or tolerable to a almost gigabyte connection. So our normal high speeds is what they want to have happen. Now, I'm going to put this in. Maybe some people live in the cities and you can get a solid gigabyte of internet speeds. I'm going to say that's not the case everywhere. So Microsoft's idea to try to do this, I feel like it's not going to work. And also, so one of the things I did see, what they're going to do is they're going to make their games on the cloud. So let's say Call of Duty, 100 gigabytes, 100 gigabytes of Call of Duty. If you do not have a strong enough internet connection, the game will stop. So if you're, if you're over there, you're in the final three, and your game just stops because a plane threw over your head, flew over your head, you're done. The game's just going to stop running. Now, obviously, this is just now happening. Uh, late last night, Nintendo released uh, some early snippets about it. And then today, uh, they actually had Microsoft come out and release that it's true. Hold this on, sorry. You happening. said Nintendo announced a release? You mean Sega? Yeah, Sega. Yeah, okay. thank you. Uh, Sega uh, gave a little sneak peek of it last, uh, late last night. And Microsoft followed it up today with the saying, yes, we're teaming up to make this cloud happen. So pretty much what everyone's saying is this is the new and better Google Stadia. Now, that's why I really wanted our uh, 
little nerd to be here today, but he had to go help his mother-in-law. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys think? Are we ready for another Google Stadia this fast before Google Stadia is officially dead? Because that's what it is. I did put a link in Discord that I will put the link for anyone who doesn't know on the podcast when it comes out, if you're not caught up with it. So, what do you guys think about this air quote new Google Stadia? Um, I, uh, Joe, you want me to go first? Actually, no, I'll go first, but because I'm going for a foundational point here. I'm not even sold on cloud gaming. No. And the reason why, and I think I've talked about this, uh, because I've done like, what, 30 episodes here? I've probably said everything I've ever had. at this point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I've got left is when they announce the Zelda movie. I'm going to do my plot for that one. That's it. That is everything that I've ever thought of. Um, Fair. My problem with cloud gaming is the reason why online play works is because the player has most of the assets saved to their computer. Yep. And so the it just the server is only streaming the the you know the input and the data. So in that way, the player communicates, and then you get your response back and what happens. And it's so it's all loaded by the player side. And we've we've dealt with this for the last thirty years, and it works. We install games on our computer. We have hard drives. It's fine. It's a good system. Yeah. The uh, cloud gaming, I don't. I know that it's an inevitability. But I still think we're we're way off the that cons- the consistency that um, uh, that that people uh, are the players are expecting. So I I don't even I I have no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, I don't see why cloud gaming has to be pushed so hard from a consumer standpoint. You know, keep working on the technology if it if it means that much because I think that's. I, I think the the cloud gaming is leaning more towards you know metaverse and, and the virtual reality where people are going to be you know on their phones logging into um, the the virtual reality. So I, I think that's where the, there's te- this technology is going. But I just don't see what's what's the the, the point of of this. It's just such a a fraction of the consumer base of, who have. Uh, inconsistencies that are out of their control you talked about the airplane flying over and that can that can cause it that's not far off from the truth yeah and i mean it's it's what it is now with that also being stated and we would learn more uh, about this next week because this is going to be in the news for a little bit uh longer because microsoft doesn't need this microsoft does not need this at all they've already are doing a good job what they're doing besides uh the google stadia stuff that's happening but microsoft is fine they just want the opportunity to pretty much make more money by selling more Sega games. And that's where a lot of this is going to help out Sega a lot more because they're going to be able to run more of their games. And big ones like Sonic, they want to make a new Sonic game. Now they can run it. But I think they're focusing on the technology of how it's evolving because now you can buy a brand new phone. No SD card. You can't put an SD card in it. There's no SD card. And it's because our phones are truly now mini computers with its own uh, little SD, or not SD, but um, uh, SSD. Uh, has their own SSD cards that are faster and more capable of doing this stuff. And I think they're focusing more on the technology of what we have now, but I don't think it's ready. I think if they launch this way too soon, 
they're going to see a Google Stadia incident, and it's just going to die and crash really hard because right now, not a lot of consumers can actually play games on their phones still because they're expensive. Um, so if you want to get a good enough piece of tech, why not spend the $600 on the console you want to play these games on? Specifically, spend $300 or $450 on an Xbox, play the games you want to play on it, why should we need a cloud network to play games? Like, I've never been okay with the cloud network. I've, as soon as we got uh, the cloud drives, I've never bought one. I just started using Dropbox last year. That's the only kind of cloud storage I ever used. And I will say it's nice. But for video gaming, I can't even get a photo to download in two seconds. Now I'm trusting a game not to lag, not to freeze, not to have issues. Like, anything can change. My line could get cut outside, and there goes my game. There goes everything. If we start relying, and I understand if we follow the technology, it's to the point everything's ran on satellite. Elon Musk is now part of a satellite internet. So he's now having satellites go up. Uh, Kansas actually got qualified to be able to test their internet, but I'm not willing to pay. I think it's $150 right now to be a part of it for half of the speed I currently get through a hardline connection. Um, but... It's what I see on it. I just don't think it's worth it to try this quick. Google Stadia pretty much just announced that they're done. The people are moving out of the project. Their big leaders of Google Stadia are moving to separate departments, moving to separate areas. They're splitting away from Google Stadia. Maybe they have bigger plans for it, but at this moment in time for anyone, it looks like it's truly dissipating right now. And... And then literally about three days later, Microsoft and Sega announced, we're doing it again. We're, we're just going to, we're going to do what Google couldn't. We're going to sit there and get this going. Like it, it doesn't make logical sense to me on why they would do it. Unless if they have something up their sleeve or uh, we have another Facebook MySpace situation. Uh, for the young kids out there, MySpace was around before Facebook and Farmville was amazing. Um, but I mean, that's, I kind of feel like we're just going to see the same thing repeats. Um, except we might get a little bit upside when it comes down to... Did Microsoft make a phone? Yep. The Zune, I think it was. Oh, no, wait. That was their music I, thing. I, I, I'm I, pretty sure Microsoft made a phone a while ago. And it, got, it was like the Razer phone, how bad that was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was kind of like that, except it was not made for gaming, but... Maybe they're going to try something else. Maybe they're going to try to get something else going out of this. But Oh, yeah. Uh, they tried to do a, a Windows phone. So yeah, there's a YouTube video here six years ago called the Microsoft uh, Lumia. <laughs> okay. That's probably what I'm thinking Lumia. of. So they tried to already make this tech before to really help run the gaming side. It didn't really work. And now we have Samsung taking the lead to try to make the best gaming phone out there that I will admit, I played Call of Duty Mobile on my phone. Uh, it's not bad. I can't wait to play a new Battlefield on it. I want to really test the limits of what the phone can do and what the battery life can actually withstand. So that would be a fun test to do later on. But right now, I don't think I don't think it's the time. I Until we remove um, hard drives, until we get rid of the words hard drive, we need to not think about cloud storage for our games, for all that. We just We shouldn't be worried about it. Until we remove the hard drive that has a super low speed, we just need to focus on what we have now. 
and just better our tech instead of... And we still have the chip shortage, so we just need to better our tech for what we got. <laughs> I don't know when it's that ending. Like, I would... Wait, I we're was, out of ways? We, we, still, we still have the chip shortage, and I just want it to be over. I want to be able to get a new graphics card. That would be great. <laughs> I would like Arth to be able to have a computer that doesn't blow up every five seconds. You know, that would be great. <laughs> Uh, if Canada ever blows up, I know who to call. <laughs> I'm gonna be like the I'm gonna be like the guys. Hey, I'm calling about your card's extended warranty, except it's your computer. Hey, I'm I'm here to call. Is that thing still kicking? <laughs> I heard an earthquake. Wanted to make sure it was it was good. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So those were the two biggest things. But yeah. So Sega, Sega, Microsoft, and the Sonic movie that Sega's involved in. Yes, Arth. I disagree with both of you. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Papa John's, tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I disagree. I agree with you 100% on the in internet infrastructure throughout North America. It's awful. In Europe, genuinely pretty amazing in most places. Yeah. In North America, really awful. I also, um, there's one thing I want I want to say on on an off topic before I get into dis yeah. disagreeing. Yeah, good. Do you have anything else you want to say on subspace emissary, by the way? Did you uh, have anything you want? Just wanted to make sure, just in case you have anything you want to say about that, too. I'm not trying to be sarcastic either. I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder if Arthur had anything left to say about subspace emissary. No, I was going to say something back to you about that, but I forgot. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, a while. <laughs> I'm old. I'm senile. So uh, I. I no, I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry that I... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. My brain is just not as good anymore. So, I remember a long time ago uh, looking at a bunch of different videos about the fall of Sega, and I remember seeing that the president of uh, that company was after saying... Uh, of Sega, while it was falling, said that they tried to make deals with Microsoft, and Microsoft kind of stabbed them in the back to make the Xbox. Yep. And yep. their company fell apart because of it. And now all of a sudden it's like, hey, Microsoft's our friend, we're gonna make something together. It's so weird how when money is involved, literally people forget the betrayals. <laughs> they forget what they've done to each other. I think it's more the rotation. I think it's more of like different people become in charge and it's just a different rotation. And then now people are looking at going, Hey, I know what happened a while ago. Let's get over it. Let's make something happen from this. Cause I know uh, Microsoft in Japan, they're really hoping that this kind of ups things over there. Um, but Sega though, I mean, what was the last Sega uh, console? They made a console. Dreamcast. Dreamcast. It was Dreamcast. Yep. Yeah. That was a while. So maybe maybe this can really help Sega get back on uh, back on their feet a little bit. So True. what else were you going to say about it? So here's the thing. I have had experience with my community with multiple people who do not have computers that are good enough to handle the things we're doing as a community. Like, for example, Minecraft. You would not believe this, but Minecraft murders your RAM and your CPU. Yep. No, I do, murders yeah, yeah, absolutely believe 100%. that. And modded Minecraft, I couldn't even stream on my computer, even though my computer's cursed, right? Because it, it killed it. But through some of, uh, I think it was NVIDIA Shield, uh, 
that came out. It, it's a streaming service. Nobody was talking about it, mm -hmm. but it gave 100% perfect results to every single person in my community who used it for Ark, for Minecraft. There were people playing on their phones in some instances that were playing on the servers and they were okay at playing from that, you know, from doing that from their service because they didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to have the power and computers are really expensive to get into. Like you oh, said, yeah. there's a chip shortage. Yeah. Right. So like, it's, it's a really nice way to supplement it. And from my experience through all of those people connecting in to those servers that we were hosting, it worked. Not a single one of them complained, even after I recommended it to them. But what is causing the problems is not the lack of infrastructure. It's not the lack of trust of video gamers. It is corporate greed, 100%. Yep. Because you look at what happened to NVIDIA's streaming service. Literally, I think it was a year and a half ago, they were like, hey, we really like, you know, everybody coming in and playing our service. This is awesome. We're going to expand and expand and expand. And literally the next month, they're like, excuse me, everybody. Uh, EA, Ubisoft, and Blizzard and everybody are pulling their games off of our service as of next month. And then you see the news article that says, oh, we're going to bring them back. But they're getting a larger share of the revenue on only some of the games, not all of the games. Because those companies wanted a bigger piece of the pie, they're they're like segregating all the games through all of the services. Like for example, Stadia probably oh Stadia got Orcs Must Die three, I think. I think they got the exclusive on that for a bit. Oh okay. I think I'm not sure. I like twenty percent. Remember somebody getting exclusive like them or Epic with Epic Games, right? Got that. I'm not sure. But all of these services are pulling things apart, like Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus, and all of that are doing. Like, back in the day, those services were more cost-effective than watching the TV. Now, mm -hmm. if you load up Amazon Prime, you're like, okay, I want to go and watch this show. Oh, I'm paying $12.99 for Amazon Prime. Now I got to pay $9.99 for Stacks. Oh, I got to pay $12.99 more for HBO. Oh, I got to pay another $40 for this. Like it's getting pulled apart and so long as that happens that can't like they can't work they may bring out this service between microsoft and sega which means they're going to guarantee microsoft products and sega products mm -hmm. do you think they're going to get ea products on there not unless they get like 10 percent of the share like of all the profits like and i'm talking about ea getting 90 percent ubisoft getting 90 percent Blizzard getting 90%. They're not going to get those games on there, and that's going to kill the service. Yeah, but on the upside, you're, you're 100... Like, I, you're right. You're right when it's said and done about corporate greed. I mean, no matter what, it's all around money. And even this, uh, in the article I was trying to shoot uh, through real quick, it was even saying that this is going to help both companies out because it's going to make a lot of money so because it's a team up they didn't buy something together it's, it's a team up to try to make more money that's all this is revolved around is making more money a cloud service is obviously, is obviously going to cost you money to run especially high volumes high speeds everything else it's going to cost you um no matter what you do corporate grid is going to be a thing um but the one thing that the one thing that i'm seeing that is where we're, we're in a trend subscriptions it was cable 
it was cable before, and then we started separating. If you wanted this channel, you had to have this. You wanted this, you wanted this. You wanted this, you wanted this. And then we went to subscriptions. It, it, it was Netflix and Hulu. That was really the only ones talked about. Now we got so much more. Now these companies going out of the way to do that, but now there's still other companies that will use little bits of them. All, all people care about is money. With the companies, when they get these games on, they care about money. With Sega and Microsoft, they have a lot of titles on there that they can say they own. They don't have to give anyone a cut. It would be Microsoft and Sega. So you have the Sonic games, uh, you have um, the tennis games and stuff like that. Uh, Nintendo has a lot of uh, feet uh, in play there, but when it's all said and done, they are Sega games. Uh, they have more, not equity, but they have more say in those games. Microsoft, they have big titles, uh, Gears of War, uh, Halo. Those are just a few games that run hard on your uh, devices that they can really get people in. But they already have it to where you pay a subscription, you play them for free. That All you have to do is download them. Now they're going to sit there, make a subscription, play it for free, and then pay for a monthly storage. Or maybe they will switch to weekly, but it's going to be something stupid like $2 a month for 200 gigs. It's going to be something simple. They're going to find their number, but it's all evolved around money. And I think they're also just trying to keep up with how everyone else is doing their companies. Because there's now sites out there that it was like $12 a month to get in. Now it's now they're putting it down below $10 being like, we just want you on. Because once they get more people on, they can run more ads and sell more. They can sit there and go up to these massive companies and say, we have 10,000 users a day on here. They're going to be able to make more money, just get more deals and etc. And get more exclusive content. And when you have Microsoft in the door, you are ready. No one's going to turn down your phone call besides Sony. Sony would just not do it. But... Besides that, you're not. If Bill Gates calls you, you're you're picking up. You're picking up that phone. So, I think for Sega, it's a big deal, and Microsoft being the one that made that call, and they teamed up to do this. They're both gonna get a crap ton of money out of it, and I think it's good for them. I just think it's too soon. I think it's too soon with Google Stadia just falling down. I that's my just personal feeling. It's just it's too soon for them to start this. But now, what you were saying, like the Minecraft, uh, it was it was helping them because they were using kind of a third party to get around the computer usage. That's why I love it, is when it does that. But the device itself still has to do something. And that's where I'm, our phones still aren't that good to be able to do all that work. So that's where this whole cloud thing is supposed to be. But your device still has to be able to run it uh, at a pretty good pace. I would assume I'd never use a third party to bounce around stuff. So no. that that's what so that's what your stuff is doing. It's literally bouncing around. So is it then is it using a cloud a cloud server then or is it just using a lot of its components on something else like a GPU instead of your RAM? Or it, is it, it mostly the GPU? your GPU? So okay. like the Nvidia is saying use your GPU. And one of the things it said is that you need to be able to run 720p or 1080p videos, like say on YouTube. If your computer can handle that, it can handle doing that. So we had people on absolutely awful laptops playing Ark. And okay. if you do have played Ark, you know that game is not really well optimized and it will murder no. your computer. It will, it will definitely do some heavy work. So, but, but then that kind of answered it too is, 
you still have to have something really powerful in in your device. And when you go down to like a super low quality, like a bad laptop, there's still something powerful in that laptop that has to run what it's doing. So if you have 10 gigs of, or if you have 8 gigs of RAM, you have a 3060 graphics card and you have a core who knows Chinese knockoff in there. It's going to look at what's the best and it's going to okay, grab so, that and suck it out. So um, I, I, I acknowledge that the that the the nvidia shield um you know work worked on art uh that's oh, that's yeah. good news that's the kind of thing actually i didn't think we would hear more about until another like five or ten years oh yeah so there's there's a few points here that i want to make one of them is that the difference between being able to run this versus having to pick up a console is that you know yes yeah, somebody has to buy an expensive uh well, I mean, not too expensive, but they still have to purchase devices, right? Yeah. Either it's on their phone or, or they still have to purchase a laptop and they still have to have um, a, a, a high-speed internet. So there is still money involved, but the difference is it's still better value for the consumer because the consumer is also spending, is also using those devices for other things. They can be using it for work, them, the internet, they have any number of things they have to do with it. So it is, it is better value for the consumer to then not have to also invest in a device specifically to play games. We do that because, you know, we're passionate about it and we also want to make sure that we have not only an optimized experience, but also more personalized too with mods and, yeah. you know, being able to do things like, you know, put in our own music, our own texture packs. So, so there's that. Um, touching on the issue with TV streaming services, as awful as it is, and I, and I loathe it, the one, um, silver lining to subscribing to it is that you don't really have to subscribe to more than one at a time, right? Like we can subscribe to Netflix for a couple of months, get our watch on, and then Disney Plus. And not that I, I would. Well, yes, yes, I would. I, I can't substantiate that. Then you go to Hulu, and so it's it, it, it's like instead of having to do this package deal where you subscribe to a bunch of them, like it would be in cable, you just subscribe to the the networks that you want to watch for a while. And they know this, so they release all of their content usually all at once, mm -hmm. right? Most TV shows on these streaming services are released all together, and then it's up to the user to um, decide if they want to binge it, which they often do, or you know, space it out, but not too much, because then they realize they have to sign up for another month. But here's a here's here's why it could be a concern when you talk about doing this in games is because of player commitment. Mm -hmm. Games can be a long-term commitment. Uh, I, I could potentially be, you know, uh, part of, let's just say hypothetically that I no longer cared about my well-being and I actually did play games with both of you. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Keep, I, keep talking. Hunter plays a game, I might have to subscribe to a cloud streaming service to play the game of their choosing. Um, and then, you know, I, I join uh, Arth for ARC. And that might be on a different service, which means I have to pay for that service now. And then, you know, I, and then I, I have my, you know, uh, our, our, you know, our friends, you know, from, from my local friends, if they want to do something online, they might pick a whole other game. Next thing I know, I'm committing to several streaming services all at once in order to keep up with all of my, my commitments. Mm -hmm. So either I have to commit less, which I did. Or I have to be pay what like fifty bucks, sixty bucks a month in yeah. order to to keep up with all of this, and 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 that's and that's a problem that I can see is that the more mm -hmm. invested somebody is in gaming, the more the the, the the this is going to harm them 
in order to um, to, to keep up with all, all the people that they want to play with. Oh yeah, for sure. Because and and that's a good point. Because even though we have Microsoft and Sega, that's still a limit. Now, if Sony hopped in on this idea, we could start like really looking at going. Wow, this is a big opportunity because if they hopped in on it, then we know there's only one other we have to work with, and that's Nintendo. Nintendo has to switch. That's already its own thing. Like that does its own thing perfectly fine. But then we're gonna have the switch. We're gonna have, or we're gonna have Nintendo's uh, personal little cloud thing that only works with the Nintendo. And then we're gonna have Xbox. And then we're gonna have the PC sides. And it's just there. It will be that continuing subscription service that everyone's gonna mm-hmm. run because we're not going to make it convenient. For the users, we're going to make it to where we get more money out of it. Right. And then, you know, when we watch a TV, a t- watch a TV, you know, we just sit watch there. Watch TV, baby. No, and there's, and there's, once, once I've seen a show, I've seen it. Like, I know it happens. And and now if I were to re- just rewatch it, it would just be for, I don't know, for the sake of it. Uh, but if I want to revisit a game, what do I have to do? Go back onto the cloud service. Uh, well, subscribe twelve ninety nine a month, so I can go check on my Animal Crossings. Oh God! Oh God! Everyone's dead. God, I, would, I would love a dark Animal Crossing. Or... I would so. I would so yeah. love it. Let's make it happen. Let's get a hold of Animal Crossing. Spooky so my last point, and then I'll, my last point is, I've always believed that um, your 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 format informs the games you're gonna make. So one example of this is if you look at the the games that you know Nintendo allowed to be made on the phone, like Pokemon Go and uh, Pikmin Bloom just came out. These games are made specifically to take advantage of the advantages of playing on your phone. You can you're with your phone all the time. You can you can ha- you cross people's paths, trade items, get into battles. So if we consider what cloud gaming is capable of and develop games with that in mind, it does open up a whole new avenue for new kinds of games that people can play that take advantage of this rather than it porting over something that um, has worked pretty well so far. Like Street Pass, but in game form. What's that? Street Pass was, yeah, it took me a second too. Street Pass was 3DS. You would oh, pass by yeah, each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a 3DS up there. I honestly, only thing I remember from 3DS was Zelda and Resident Evil Revelations when it was strictly DS only. That's what I remember from that. I, uh, I played, I think, um, Kid Icarus and it broke my fingers. And I played Monster Hunter on it. 